Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the Iron Sight Gaming Podcast. I am Drew Bosley, and the man down with the sickness, Nathan Quinn. Yep. What's going on, sicko? <laughs> Been a rough uh, week, huh? Yeah, I'm surviving. <laughs> a couple days off, not feeling so good. I did get some gaming done, which is nice, but it was a nice sleeping all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's been going around here, that's for sure. <laughs> Fuck. All right, we have a great show for you. We have, of course, what we've been playing. Nathan's been playing a little bit more sleeping than playing. Uh, we have some news to cover, and we're going to combine the topic of the week with this week's review, as it is one of the biggest titles to launch this year so far. And that would be Horizon Zero Dawn. When we get things kicked off here with what we've been playing, what are you up to since you've been kind of down and out? Well, I've been playing the hell out of For Honor. Mm -hmm. It's been it's been awesome, man. I won't lie. This game has freaking got me by the balls. I love it. Is it more you're playing on the multiplayer or are you doing any of the campaign stuff? Yeah, totally multiplayer. I, I haven't really dived too far into the campaign. I've done like four missions, I think. Not because it's not good, it's just the multiplayer is so addicting, man. Like, yeah. it's so addicting. It's it's like a friggin', it's like a MOBA meets a fighting game, and then they poop out one of these things called For <laughs> Honor, and it's just fucking awesome, man. <clears throat> Everybody I know that's played it's loved it, and I've convinced, I think, two or three people now to buy it, so. Nice. Yeah. I played a little bit of Doom again, as always. I'm, every week I gotta say that, I think. I, Hopped on for a couple hours. So since we started the podcast, you've been on Doom, yeah. Hey, yeah. That's for sure. Every time. What about you? I know I know you've been playing. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing the hell out of Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, but we'll hold that over to uh, review. I did hop into For Honor because I knew every week we do this segment, so I thought I better have something else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so I, ju I jumped into that. I did the first two missions oh, yeah. in the campaign. You start off as the knight. And you start there, I, uh, I kind of dig it. I don't mind it so much. I think it is more multiplayer focused and not so much the campaign is there just to say it's there, but I didn't find it too bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's... Like, I look at Rainbow Six Siege just because it's a Ubisoft game. Mm -hmm. They didn't have a campaign. And that, yes. like, really, like, for me, just not that I played, like, tons of campaign on For Honor, right? But yeah. just the fact that it's there. It's nice to be able to have some PvE content that's not just friggin' the same thing where you're just fighting waves of guys. Like, there's a little bit of purpose to it. And, like, some of the characters, like, that I've seen so far, they're not very memorable, but some of them are pretty cool. Like, the main guy that you start off with is pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty, like, I like the first mission. I thought it was cool. <laughs> I, I do enjoy it. I like the fact that I don't have to jump in straight away to a multiplayer and get my ass handed to me. Get a bit of time to get used to the controls, because the control scheme I think is the biggest selling point on For Honor. The fact that it is so different than anything else you can play, right? Mm -hmm. I also jumped into Homefront: The Revolution. <laughs> you had been playing it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, okay, let's try this. I, I was so interested though when they were releasing all the trailers and the the fact of the game is based around that you're this group. And you're doing this whole revolution of trying to overtake the government and stuff. The concept is fantastic. The game is awful. Oh, really? Man, I am not... Uh, like, okay, I played maybe an hour. It's just... It's rough. Holy fuck is this game ever rough. 
So when you compare that to something like when I've been playing Horizon, there's no way I'm going back to Homefront. What the hell for? Or you can play For Honor. Like there's so many other games that are just worth your time versus something that was just rushed. That game went through development hell, and it shows. It clearly shows. It needed way more time. I th like I said, the concept of what they have for the game is there, but they just didn't flesh it out. And I'm only an hour in, and I'm following this one guy, and he's walking. The guy I have to follow is walking through other NPCs. I'm like, come on, man. This is an hour into the game, and you're already buggering things up. So I just, I don't know if I'll actually get back to it. I'd like to see a little bit more. I'm glad you tried it. But I just, oh, man. I mean, there's so many other games that are just way better than this. I'm not going to spend much time fucking around in home front. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. That was a short what we've been playing because, uh, her, oh man, Horizon, I can't wait. I've been so excited to talk about this game. So before we head there, why don't we get into the news? Yeah. So. You take it off. Capcom. Is kind of, they've filed another trademark for Deep Down. This game was announced at the PlayStation 4 reveal event back in 2013. Since then, has gone into hibernation. Now, Capcom has filed another trademark in the U.S. for the PS4 exclusive. But what this means, has no idea. Apparently, it's identical to the first trademark. So I don't know if they're just kind of up, keeping it updated or what they're doing. Hopefully, this game is still alive. I've heard rumors that it was uh, a rough start back in 2013, but it looked awesome from the gameplay trailer that they had at the PS4 event. So hopefully we'll find out more on that soon. This is four years later. Do you think they've got to be doing something with this game, right? We will see. A lot of news coming out of Phil Spencer this week, stating Xbox is having his best generation yet. Good games like Horizon Zero Dawn are positive for the industry. Over on Phil Spencer's official Twitter profile, he responded to a Twitter fan regarding the Xbox One lineup. With the release of Team Ninja's PS4 exclusive Neo and Horizon Zero Dawn, the fan hit him up and asked, hoping you can prove that we can compete. Not everyone has PC and can play Xbox games. Phil responded with strange comments. Xbox is having a good gen, our best yet. Xbox One S, strong since launch, can always improve, but very proud. So... I think the guy's concern is with the launch of Neo, Horizon Zero Dawn, what does Microsoft have to bring to the table? Now, oddly enough, they also release a press release, they being Xbox, with what we can expect as gamers moving forward for 2017. And in this trailer, there was Crackdown 3, Phantom Dust, which is not dead. I thought that was gone. Apparently it is not gone. I guess it's back. <laughs> which is cool. Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2, Tacoma, Cuphead, and Voodoo Vince. And this is all leading up before E3. We haven't even hit E3 yet. Phil Spencer has stated that it's his best lineup yet for 2017. High hopes, especially when you look up what they've just announced is coming to 2017. The fact that Sea of Thieves is coming 
this game has been on my radar since they've announced it. Yep. State of Decay 2 is coming, 2017. I really didn't think we would see either of these titles this year. I kind of thought it would be 2018. I wonder if we're going to see... Here's what's coming for 2017, and then when it comes time to, say, the holiday season, there'll be another release of, uh, we got some bad news, we're going to get delayed here for Sea of Thieves. I can't see Sea of Thieves being out this year. They're, they are in the alpha stage. Certain people are in in the closed alpha. I think they're moving towards beta soon, if not already. Hmm. But I am concerned that that one is going to get pushed. That is probably the most anticipated title for Xbox that I'm after. Uh, see if these is probably the most anticipated title out of Xbox for me. Oh, and totally me too, man. See if these, I think, for anybody who owns an Xbox, without a doubt, is definitely the most excitable thing. Well, the fact that you can go in, the problem is that they haven't released too much info on the game yet. Is there a story? Is there a campaign at all? Or are we just tossed into this open world, which seems to be a lot of the hype? coming out of video games lately is here's a world just have at her right <laughs> yeah. so i'm hoping that there is i know there are quests you can go on but is there a story i want something that's concrete that will allow me to branch off to all these other side quests and stuff like that the game is gorgeous looking i love what rare is doing their art style is fantastic yeah it is really nice so pretty and the fact that it's all co-op based and you can build your crew and just go at it. But again, I, I want a story. I want to see something in there that's going to keep me moving. I don't want to just get tossed in and go, okay, now go do something. Yeah. Right? Like, you get into ARK, coming from a big fan base here with ARK. <laughs> but that's what happens, right? You're just tossed in and you go, okay, now go figure it out. That's not what I'm hoping for this one. State of Decay 2. Man, State of K1 was fantastic. It had bugs, it had glitches. We all know about that. But this looks pretty sweet from the trailer. It is just CG. I want to see some gameplay. Mm -hmm. I think we can see gameplay coming for E3. I think that'll be a staple for their Xbox conference is State of K2 as well as Sea of Thieves. And, of course, Crackdown. Did you play the Crackdown games? I never played them. No, I never played them either. I heard they were fantastic. I heard the second one was not very good mm. over the first one. The first one was what everybody uh, talks about and praises the most. So to get our hands on Crackdown 3, I'm interested to see what the crave is, what everybody keeps talking about. Yeah. Hopefully that'll hit us up too. Tacoma now. These are the guys behind the game Home. This, sorry, Gone Home is what the game was. That was the first game. That is a studio that's formed on their own. They used to do, they worked at, I want to say it was Irrational, and they did DLC for Bioshock 2, which is their what they are most notably known for. So now they're moving from Gone Home, which was a short game, two hours. Everybody praises this game. It is awesome. It is just a walking simulator, but I don't want to say just because it's all about the story narrative and how the story comes together and unfolds. Hmm. Moving into Tacoma, Tacoma is you're out in space and there's a big mystery that's unraveled and I've, I've seen some of the gameplay clips that you're able to rewind and adjust how the story unfolds. You go from one character over here, you listen to them and then you rewind it and you move over to this section and see how part of the crew did their thing over there and then you got to piece it all together. It seems very cool. It seems very cool. I'm anxious to see how that works out. 
and apparently it's coming this year, which is nice. I wonder how long they're going to be. Their first game gone home was only two hours. Are they sticking to that frame? Or are they going to bump that time frame up to maybe four or six hours? Something a little bit longer. This game looks like it's going to be a bit bigger. So I wouldn't be surprised to see in around five hours or so. I would hope so. I hope so too. I do like the small bite size games that allow me to get in, get out. Because today's game standards are, here's 40 hours. There's another 40 hours, right? So you got to sink all this time in. And sometimes for me, especially myself, I don't have a lot of time. So if I can jump in for a couple hours, feel satisfied that the fact that I've accomplished something and get out is pretty good. Cuphead, again, this game has been in hibernation forever. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how this one, all about, this one definitely has that Disney art style feel from the original. So we'll see how that goes. And then Voodoo Vince is getting remastered. I saw the trailer on that. That looks pretty cool. I've never played the Voodoo Vince originally. Yeah, I don't know what that is actually. So you're just, I don't know much about it either. But it has that Tim Schafer kind of feel. Uh, I believe it was the guy, I, don't quote me on this, but I want to say he had something to do with like the Monkey Island series. Okay. So I'm sure people are going to hit me up and complain, but. We'll see. I've, I've heard a lot about it. Voodoo Vince sounds very cool. And as always, Microsoft is ahead of Sony with Games with Gold. These look good, actually. This is a good lineup. I'm pretty impressed. Yeah? It looks very cool. You want to tell, tell us what we have? Yeah, I'll, I'll do some docking. Feeling a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the Games with Gold on Xbox for March. We're looking at Layers of Fear starting on March 1st. And then Evolve on Xbox One for March 16th. That is awesome. Evolve, man, I've sunk. I don't know how much time into that game. I hate to say it. I never I oh, never even tried it. Man, I, there is no excuse now for anybody not to try this game. I absolutely loved Evolve. Evolve Ultimate Edition coming on March 16th to April 15th on the Xbox One. You have to play this game. I'll play with you now that I am my brothers because I didn't have anyone to play with. and that's it just thing, seems like right? the kind of game. I don't know. I, I'm just making up excuses. I just never ended up getting it. Yeah, you suck. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, that's your excuse. That's all. <laughs> you want to crew with this because it's four versus one. Yeah. Right? So you got four hunters going in under one monster, which is controlled by another person, which is the coolest thing. And the monsters here are badass, man. Some oh, of man. these monsters and are so sick. <clears throat> It's the ultimate edition too, right? Like they're giving you the full fucking game, all yep. the monsters, everything. That's really, that's really awesome. Oh, I can't wait! I want to jump in so bad. Yeah, it's we'll been totally so do. long. We'll totally do. We'll so here. long. What else is coming? So we got Borderlands Two, which is will be obviously backwards compatible, and that was that was a really good game, man. Yep. Back in the day. Yep. I've sunk a good amount of time into that, and then we got Heavy Weapon. Uh, Heavy Weapon. Comes back with frantic arcade shoot 'em up action. Huh. So we've got a retro style, complements its classic shooter action and brutal addictive gameplay. Uh, well, 19 story based missions, survival mode, and online co op. Co op! Hey, that's always fun. Fuck yeah. I, like, I'm not really huge into the indie games, or not all of them anyway, and the smaller games that are kind of like this, I guess you'd say. But sure. my friends, like, oh, my friends love them. And if they're co-op and stuff, it's actually great. Like we can, I just go to their place and we just pick up and play. That's you know? a good thing. I it's hard to afford. Man. Like for them, they, they can't afford to buy 
every new title <laughs> that comes well, it gets out. pricey, right? We discussed this last week. There was 14 games just coming to the PS4. <laughs> like, you, no one can afford all this stuff. So, yeah, I, I do like this month's lineup. Can't wait to compare it to see what Sony has because yeah. I was not impressed with last month's lineup for Sony. So, hopefully they can kind of step it up this this month around. I know oh, some so. people were happy, but I wasn't all that thrilled myself. Yeah, little Big Planet 3. Actually, I did jump into that too. Oh, you did play? Did yeah, you? I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, my youngest and I good. jumped in. Yeah, we played probably for about an hour. It's more Little Big Planet. Like, like it's, it's, it is what it is. So you kind of know what you're going getting into with that. But no, it was fun. Just the two of us kind of hanging out and playing. It was good. Oh, Sony, say goodbye to PlayStation Now. The streaming service PlayStation Now will no longer be available to some users. Sony is shutting down the streaming service on PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, Vita TV, and some TVs that have the app. Wow. Man, I, I just... So here's what they had to say. After, after thoughtful consideration, we decided to shift our focus and resources to PlayStation 4 and Windows PC to further develop and improve the user experience on these two devices. This move puts us in the best position to grow the service even further. If you use any of the above above devices we want to give you our heartfelt thanks for your support and we hope you'll continue with us so basically they weren't making money off of it <laughs> obviously right well here's like. the here's the thing microsoft goes you want backwards compatibility hell yeah we'll figure it out and here you go sony wants to charge you 20 bucks a month for a service that does the same thing that microsoft gives you for free it kind of baffles me. So, this will take effect August 15th, or sorry, 2017. And I just don't understand when you buy Gaikai for nearly $400 million. Man, that's a ton of money to just now. This is probably just a drop in the bucket for Sony. Right? <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> Man, they sold that many consoles now. <laughs> it's just, it's baffling. Obviously, they're not making money if it's on the PS3, PS Vita, and Vita TV, and some TVs. No one's... Who's using this service? I tested it out, the service. There was a 30-day free trial. I went in. I tried it out. It was pretty cool. But again, I'm not... For me, I don't go back to my older games a lot of the times. Uh, just to, to pay that much, just to, for something that you go maybe back to once a year, let's say, right? Like... Well, I want to say this is for someone who, if you have a PS3, which unfortunately now the service is just going to be gone, but if you had a PS3 and your library was small and you paid 20 bucks a month, then you had a huge library of games that you had access to, right? Uh, that's true. That's So I could understand doing it that way if you didn't have the backlog of games that you were satisfied with. It opened up a window to like God of War, Uncharted, some major, major titles that were on the PS3. But to me, moving forward on the PS4, I'm looking forward. I'm not looking to go backwards, right? There's always something new for me that I'm desired to go towards. And to spend 20 bucks a month to go backwards isn't something I'm looking to spend my time doing. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost Recon Wildlands. Getting PvP? This could be exciting. Man, this is I interesting, love PvP. right? I know you love PvP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a leak found by subreddit user Nightstalker 
came across some code on the PVC within the game's code itself. In the game, in the code, there was a code found which said solo play, co-op play, which we already know about, but under that code was also found PVP playtime. So this is now just a rumor and speculation, but from the documents, it looks pretty concrete. I'm excited to see what they're going to bring if it's because it's all based around teaming up and doing co-op, but they haven't mentioned a word. Ubisoft has not said two words about anything PvP. Yeah, I know, really. <clears throat> so what the fuck do they got up their sleeve? I don't know. I don't know. Do you want to see PvP? Is, is I, it necessary? I don't know if it's totally necessary, because I, I feel like if you're buying Ghost Recon, I mean, obviously you're getting it for the co-op experience and the, the single player and the pve aspect of it right yeah at least growing up that's what i played all my ghost recon games for right absolutely so, i don't know like in playing it the gun the gun game was fun but like just i don't know if it if it's designed to be playing as other people you know i found the gunplay was more solid than say something versus the division where they're not as like, bungee yeah right the division, the, man, those guys ate up two clips on you. Where on Ghost Recon, a couple good shots and they were down, right? So the gunplay is there, but I don't know what they're gonna do because, like you said, it's all it was based around PVE. Not, I wanted to go in with friends and to play the game, not kind of go against them, I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm curious to see what Ubisoft has up their sleeve. But, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting to come across. More news. City Skylines. The PC monster for simulation, which has kind of basically replaced the SimCity, is now coming to console. Oh, cool. Coming to the Xbox One, Windows 10, and Spring 2017. They haven't set an actual official date, just as Spring 2017, that Xbox One players and PC will get their hands, or sorry, Windows 10 players will get their hands on the City Builder, City Skylines. I'm pumped because my PC will play it, but it's real chuggy. <laughs> so if I can get a solid version on that on my Xbox, they say it's designed around the con, the controller itself. Okay. So I'm probably going to see some radial selections and that kind of deal. But I'm, I'm pumped to see how Man, it works. After, after playing Halo Wars 2, I'm... I have confidence in games like this or whatever. You yeah, know, Paradox, is, Paradox is a good company too. They've been uh, pumping it out and they've been doing excellent work with City Skylines and the modding community for that on Steam is huge. I reached out to Paradox to see if any of the mods are coming to Xbox One and they haven't replied yet. But if we hear something, I will definitely uh, let everybody know. Yeah, man. Dead Rising 4 coming to PC. Dead Rising 4 will be infecting PCs across all the global Steam digital downloads on March 14th, 2017. So if you don't have an Xbox, come into Steam. That's good. That's pretty cool. Let's talk about good old Nintendo. The Switch is just around the corner. <laughs> yeah. So Nintendo has confirmed that Nintendo Switch will not come with the virtual console games at launch. Man, they just... They keep dropping more and more bad news. <laughs> just more bad news, right? It's just it's freaking crazy what they're doing. Console games will not be available 
The virtual console games will not be available on Nintendo Switch at launch. We will share more information in the future. Well, what do you have? You got two freaking weeks <laughs> to share news, so you better get on it, man. Like, so, really? Yep. The virtual console is Nintendo's emulation service. So basically, it allows you to play all their NES games, all their SNES games, GameCube Air games, like all those backlog catalogs are not there at launch. Are you freaking kidding me? So what? You've got the launch titles that are coming out for Switch, and that is it. You drop the fucking ball again, Nintendo. This is bullshit. I cannot believe this. They, I'm telling you, I don't. I'm so frustrated. Oh, dude, what I gotta say is the Switch is not released with one two Switch. Yeah, that should have been a packet. It's a full price freaking game, yeah. man. That should have been a pack and title. Right? No one's gonna buy that. Are you uh, crazy? Yeah, they want full price for it. Like Wii Sports, you know, was packed in, and everybody played the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, and that's that's only reason though. It's because it came free with it, and you're like, well, whatever. I'm yeah. not gonna drop sixty to eighty damn dollars on a fucking useless game. I know people that were uh, gonna buy the Switch and then go into the virtual console to download all the games that they wanted, and now they can't even do that. What a missed opportunity by Nintendo again. Coming later after launch. This is coming later after launch. That's all you hear about. Crazy. What yeah, a freaking misstep. Uh, that's brutal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's... Uh, I don't know. What else are you going to do? So while Skyrim is on its way to Nintendo Switch, comments from Bethesda's Todd Howard have made it unclear whether the version will be coming in as a port of the 2011 original or as the 2016 special edition or a new custom built version dude that's brutal man i don't want a freaking port over of that glitchy 360 ps3 era skyrim which i played a lot of but my goodness that was very oh like how old that, is that right and dude, then you can't even bring that to the switch this is their new console you can't bring that oh man we shouldn't even be getting that that's the thing you should be getting the remastered version on the switch yeah, just, without a doubt. <clears throat> just what's... Uh, the horsepower in the Switch is there. It has to be there. And if they underdeveloped, which they already have, it's already been stated, it's underdeveloped. I don't understand when a lot of the things won't even run a 1080. How are you going to compete with Sony and Microsoft? You're not. I'm worried about the Switch. This thing isn't looking good at all. Ugh, I know, man. It's <clears throat> looked like we got another Wii U on our plate. I think so. All right, so that'll wrap up this week's news. Why don't we head over to our discussion and review of the week? Yeah. Oh, man, I've been waiting <laughs> so long to talk about this game. It is finally out for some of us, coming very, very soon for the rest of the world to feel and experience. I'm talking about Horizon Zero Dawn. Once again, a big shout out and a thanks to Sony for sending us this copy to play. I played it on the PS4, not the PS4 Pro. They've asked us to state that for some reason. <laughs> so it's, it's in there. <laughs> okay, where do I even begin? Because last, well, on Monday we posted a quick impressions. I was about four and a half hours in. Now I am about halfway through the game. I'm almost 20 hours now at this point. I've heard the game is approximately 50 hours if you want to go and complete everything. Okay. So I want to get started with the story. You start off as Aloy, 
she's a little girl, and basically you've been oust by your tribe. You're no longer a part of the tribe. Right from birth, you've been shunned, and you have this fatherly figure by the name of Rost, who helps you develop and grow and become the Aloy that we've mostly seen from the trailers is that big, beautiful warrior that she is now. Aloy is an icon already. She is the next staple for Sony moving forward. Aloy is a fantastic character. She's well developed. There is history. There is wonder. There is so much to do with Aloy. I can hardly wait to see where she goes from even the first game. Diving into her world and her struggles and why she doesn't belong in the tribe which later comes around as the tribe now needs your help, hmm. which is kind of ironic. You almost saw it coming, I guess you could say too, though. But having moving forward with that, you still get that sense of struggle of the tribe still doesn't want you there. They still hate you. They despise you. And hmm. you got to wonder and figure out why that is. And then you go through the story. As I said, now I'm about 20 hours in. And there's a, I don't want to talk about, obviously, some certain points in the game, but the story drew me in right from the beginning, and then there's a big part within about four hours that just explodes everything and then drives it all forward. And now I'm just, I want to, I want to know more about the world. I want to know more about Aloy and how she's going to develop as a character. The world itself is huge. And you can go anywhere, which is awesome. It is massive. It is it's so polished. It is so polished. And there isn't a flat spot on the map at all. Everything's got hills and valleys and water. And there's so much to explore. It's funny because when you, you have base camps that you go to, it's like a safe zone. But the minute you go out of that safe zone, the world opens up and it's like you're terrified but you want to keep going to explore because you never know what's going to be around the next corner or when you pop out of a bush, what's coming by. Because the biggest threat there is not only are these robotic dinosaurs that we've all seen from the trailers and know and love and expect to see, but now you're also fighting other tribes that are off too, which are part of the conflict. And you're looking to figure out why some of the robotic monsters are being... Uh, corrupted so they're turning in a sense so not only do you fear the regular ones that are there you're now having to worry about the ones that are being corrupted as well <laughs> and this whole mechanical world it, it, it's funny because it's there is an old age world feel kind of where you feel the uh, apocalypse has been hit but you know that it was a beautiful I don't want to say city but it was, there was something there before that felt modern. And now it's been taken over by Mother Nature. You're now going back to like almost like a, like a caveman time kind of sense. But yet you have these huge mechanical monsters, these dinosaurs running the world. And these things are freaking awesome. Oh, man. It is so good. I cannot wait for other people to play this game. I definitely want to hear everyone else's thoughts. Hit me up over on Twitter. Dying to talk to more people about this game. Okay, so Horizon Zero Dawn is also an RPG, which is a huge step forward from what Guerrilla Games have done in the past. They've done the Killzone series, 
So first person shooter to now a full fledged RPG third person. There's a lot to do. It's a simple skill tree. Here's you have like uh, Prowler and you have other options and down the tree you can pick and upgrade your stats. I automatically went for my silent kill. <laughs> first thing I went for was that and you can upgrade another part of your skill tree to get you a whistle. And this kind of plays into when you're hiding in the, in the brush and stuff. You can whistle and the, not only will the PCs will come over, the NPCs themselves, but the robot dinosaurs will come over, which almost made it too simple at times. If you're surrounded by a whole group and if you get into a bush, hit the down pad and you do your whistle and then people just keep walking over. <laughs> so you can easily pick off. I picked off a whole flock of dinosaurs, <laughs> just one by one, calling them over. <laughs> It was it was pretty satisfying, but it was it was pretty simple too. Yeah. Right. So I'd like them to see. I want to see a bigger improvement on the some of the AI mechanics. I guess you could say moving forward of Horizon Zero Dawn two, because they're they have to be working on the next one already. They oh, must yeah. be. With all the reviews that have come out, that have been. I don't think I've seen anything under a nine. Yeah, this game is it's <laughs> it's like that's it's easily my game of the year. Easily, awesome. I know we're early in the year, but it's easily my game of the year. I love the skill tree, even though it is pretty simplistic. It's not like you pick one thing and then it branches off in ten different ways. So you're able to upgrade uh, your weapons, your clothing, your outfits. I wish I could have customized my outfit. You just buy certain outfits, so you can. Uh, the outfit will help you against damage, but then if you pick another outfit, then it'll help you with frost damage or certain aspects like that, or fire damage, right? So depending on the enemy you're fighting, you want to change out your outfit so you don't take as much damage from certain dinosaurs or whatever, right? Okay. Yeah, it was pretty cool, but I wish I could have customized. I like to kind of spend my time and yeah. outfitting completely, right? But we'll see what happens next. Do they Have they announced any DLC? No, but I'm already, so I'm only halfway through the game. I'm not putting the controller down, and the minute I finish, I'm hoping there's DLC lined up. I'm curious to see if they will, or if they're just going to let it fade and start working on the second one. I think they need to keep us kind of uh, intact with more DLC. There's lots to do within the game itself. There is, when you pull up, you hit the, uh, the trackpad in the middle, and it clicks, and then everything comes up. So you got your maps, your inventory, your resources, so you got to manage all this resources and stuff and then you can check off your main quest which is kind of like almost reminded me of a gta because i had three main quests going at once so i'm not only am i heading this part of the map but then when i met over with this person they've asked me to backtrack almost where i started from to go over there for another part of the quest so i had there's so many options to keep you going you don't have to focus on the story because often, as I do in open world games, is you start heading in one direction and then you find someone who is hurt or they're missing somebody. So then that leads into another side quest. But when you go and do the side quest, it's not like Witcher. Witcher 3, you do the side quest. When you start that side quest, you're in for four hours because that side quest leads into this part of the mission that leads to that part of the mission. With Horizon Zero Dawn, you get the side quest, you go out, you do that side quest and you come back and it's done. So you're not constantly off and off and off and off going, okay, is this ever going to end? <laughs> I felt, yeah, you can get in and you do the side quest and come back, collect your reward, and then move on. So yeah, they have main, 
main quest, um, side quest, and then they have errands. So kind of like a gopher, go get this and go get that kind of thing. It was, it's so good. There's so much to do. The thing that annoyed me probably the most is that there's no legend on the map. Oh. Yeah, weird, eh? I know. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm no like, legend? okay, how come? So, so you don't know what symbols are what? And... Nope. Nope. I found that very strange. <laughs> what happens is you go out and you explore the world, and then when you get to these robotic dinosaurs called tall necks, these things are fucking are they, incredible. Are they the ones that we've seen in screenshots and whatever? The big tall, yeah. yeah. So these things are your kind of like Assassin's Creed, where you climb up to the eagle point and then you sink the area. This is that taken to the next level. Oh, cool. oh it is so cool. Gorillas outdone themselves with this because you will go, you'll get it, and you'll see the thing there, and you can hear it. The sound quality on this game is perfect. It is, you can hear it when the monsters or the dinosaurs put their foot down, man, the ground shakes, your headphones, they rumble. So I've got the Pulse, the uh, PlayStation Pulse headset, and I can have the rumble feature, and it, and as they land every time, man, it is, it's so deep. I don't know how else to explain it. It is something you just have to hear. I'll make sure I put up a special clip of that. I, 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 yeah, it is. It was so cool. Good music. Music. It's funny. It's not. Uh, there is music there, but it's just background. It's nice. It's subtle, but it's more of the sound effects that drew me in than the music itself. You get into camps and stuff, and then there'll be some music going. But it's all the ambiance of the like the birds and the dinosaurs roaming around. Like I said, when that tall neck man, when his foot hits, you feel it. You really feel it. It is so cool. And then when you get to a, a point where the tall neck is, it isn't just a matter of him standing still. You literally have to go find a spot that's high enough to jump onto him to then climb. You can't climb from his legs. You've got to jump onto more or less his, like his back and then head up. And then from there, you can stab your staff into it, which then unlocks him and then poof, everything else on the map opens up. And then when you get in the map, Certain parts you can go over and highlight, but again, there's no legend. It'll just tell you what the uh, quest is that you're after. So, kind of, this is their first time doing it, so I can kind of give them the benefit and go, okay, you know what? We're going to hear this feedback from a lot of people, and I guarantee you there's a legend in the next one. It is awesome. <laughs> All right, so I want to wrap this up. Obviously, I am in love with Horizon Zero Dawn, not putting it down at all even though I'm done the review I can't wait this is the only thing I think about there's other games on my list to play they don't even matter at this point right now I'm too focused I gotta get in I want to know so much more about this world I'm gonna score Horizon Zero Dawn a 9.5 damn everybody needs to pick this up my game of the year and you can follow me on Twitter at 4 Level Gamers Nate or me at Doomguyparker50 until next week See Thanks. ya.